yeah, people are coming in now, Larry, so I think you can get going. Then I want to start to talk about these school board meetings that a lot of people have seen on a lot of social media and a lot of unhappy parents and yelling and screaming about mask mandates and things like that. And some people are going to say, depending upon where you look at this, these are, you know, patriotic parents who care about their children or these are crazy parents who don't care about, you know, their community or whatever you're going to think about these parents. That's actually not what I wanted to talk about, which I think most people think that's what I want to talk about. It isn't. It's the idea that now we seem to care. And this is a lesson. It's a real big lesson for us as just Americans in general, and particularly for us, those of us who are in the third party, you know, like Greens or Libertarians or anyone else who's in the third party. And that is local matters, right? Local really does matter. And there were people who had no idea what was happening at our most local level. And we were more concerned about things like, well, let's worry about, you know, um, let's worry about, you know, international uh, foreign policy, which matters. Don't get me wrong. It does matter. Or the border, which matters. It does matter. But what affects you directly more? You know what? Your local school board. That really does affect you. It affects your kids if you have kids. It affects if – if you don't have kids, it affects your labor pool if you're working with people or hiring or firing. It affects how the people in your neighborhood treat you and think about you. This is important, and now we're figuring it out. But more important than even that, this is often where a lot of people begin – who are eventually one day going to be your congressperson or your senator or your state rep or whoever that person is, they will very often start someplace like school board. That's where they begin to understand the system. That's where they begin to decide you know, how to make things happen. And what happens on most school boards, and I bring this up often, most school boards, you only show up when you're angry. Otherwise, you don't show up. And if you don't show up except when you're angry, how do the school board people think of you? They think of you as a bunch of troublemakers. Well, now that person who was on a school board who thought of you as nothing but a troublemaker, now that person's your state rep. Now that person's your congressperson. And they look at their constituents as just another pain in the butt, as a troublemaker. And these are the people who are supposed to be repping us. When I crossed the state in 2018, running for governor, I met many, many elected officials. And I was shocked at how many actively hated the constituents. And I don't mean ignore them, but I mean actively hated them. Well, like, God, these people just get on my nerves. Like, didn't like the people that they were supposed to be representing. And I was surprised. But this part kind of opened up my eyes. They've been taught this as, you know, what I would say, youngsters in the movement, if that makes any sense. Their initial, you know, entryway into this is often like school board or something where they're basically taught that the people who show up are the people who are annoying troublemakers. So they don't change their mind. So by the time they're our congressperson, or by the time they're our state rep or our, con- or our senator, they still think the same way. So this method, this idea, this way that we deal with the local school board not only hurts us in the short run and locally, it winds up hurting us even more 
as these people grow and we've trained them how to think about us. When I do my uh, trainings in communication and business, I often talk about people usually communicate with you the way you train them to communicate with you. Now, there are some, there are some exceptions, obviously, some real jerks who are going to be jerks no matter what. But as a general rule, they tend to treat you that way. You train them how? Well, we're training our local reps to treat us as annoyances so that when they become something stronger, they still treat us as annoyances. Not just that we're treating ourselves that it doesn't matter unless we're angry, but it matters always, not just when we're angry, but when we're not angry so that we won't be angry. This is a piece that we rarely deal with. Now, am I saying every one of us should rush to hang out with your local school board? No, I'm not saying that. But am I saying you should care about your local elections? Yeah. Because the problem. I'm sorry. Was that someone else talking? Yes, I'm sorry. I was just testing my mic out. I'm about to leave. I apologize. No worries. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, that's that's my fault. Whoop. Okay, she's gone. Um, I thought well, she, she wanted she to. Didn't ha- she didn't have to leave. No, yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> Everyone's figuring it out. I want it, as long as we stopped, uh, I'll let you pick back up. But um, Sam says he uh, just came across us here, um, uh, you know, uh, coming through green room. So, um, and then I want to say hi to Logic. And we just had someone else come in here as well. Uh, Michael just zoomed in. So we're getting people in the door. No, um, if I've stopped. So please, if somebody wants to jump in and touch any piece that I've, I've, I've brought up. Um, I, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear what other people are thinking if, if I'm the only one who's thinking this. Yeah, so Michael, Logic, Sam, um, if you want to speak up, uh, go ahead and you can request to speak and I'll go ahead and I'll give you the microphone. Um, or you can throw stuff in the chat. I'm watching that. So uh, if you have any comments on that. Also, make sure you invite your friends. Uh, there's that little icon right down there in the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, and you can invite anyone else that you have on this platform. Uh, and we can get more people in here. So I don't think anyone wants to say anything, Larry. So if you want to go, oh, no, Michael does want to speak. Let's see what Michael's got to say. So uh, what are we talking about, uh, CRT? Um, uh, well, what what they have been talking about recently has not – CRT hasn't been the recent one. I mean, that's been a thing too, but the more recent one has been the mask mandates, right, and the vaccine mandates is what people have been screaming about. And my point is, even if it is CRT, right, the the problem that I have with people being mad about CRT isn't that they're mad about CRT. It's that they didn't care until it was CRT, right? They kind of should have known they should have cared what the kids were being taught and they should have been more involved prior to this. Now, I'm glad that this has gotten people to care. I am. I think it looks like a mess, but I'm glad people have gotten to care because local and school boards do matter. I think that's more of my point, Michael, is that we should have been caring. This shouldn't have been a surprise for people. We should have been involved. And if they were doing CRT and you didn't want it, you should have been involved with it. And if you're doing CRT and you wanted it, you kind of should have been involved with it. And I think that's my point. Absolutely. That's the, that's the issue with uh, most, most programs that are going on now is uh, the parents aren't as involved as – uh, say my parents would be. Uh, I honestly am not as involved as I should be in my 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 kids' uh, schooling, but 
uh, with with work hours. I know it's just an excuse, and that's it. With with as much as I work and and I'm I'm focusing on trying to provide for the family, it, it's kind of hard to get in there and and try to figure out what what's going on in their lives in the same time that what's going on in mine. Yes, so, yeah. very valid point. I understand that a lot. So I, you know, the the thing I'll bring up is when I ran for office again, I bring up my my time running often, and because it was a very stressful time for me. If anyone has ever run for office, you know that it sucks up your life. It really does. It becomes all aspects. Craig, you were with me. You saw it. It just sucks up your life. It becomes every part of who you are and what you do. And I remember at one point at during the end of the campaign, my daughter was studying Spanish. And she was asking if I wanted to study with her. And the thing that made me literally almost want to cry is that I didn't know that my daughter was studying Spanish. I was so absorbed in the campaign. I didn't know what my daughter was taking. I didn't know what classes she was taking in school. And I'm her father. And I should probably know that. And I didn't. And it really was a wake up call for me to say, man, you know what? That's not acceptable. No matter what I'm doing in life, I should have a clue on what my kids are doing in school, and I didn't. And this is the part – that was a way of call for me. I think more people need to have that, and I think some people are. I'm glad you said what you said, Michael. I think you're completely right. Yeah, and I think one of the big challenges – I think Larry kind of hit it in the head – is there's this difference between our schools are part of the community or are they an authority, right? Oh, Yes. So, a lot and, of time, yeah, people on the yeah. board think they have authority. Well, the problem is, and, and this is the point about just showing up, and that's one thing I do do. Sometimes I just show up. I will do that. And the reason why I do that is if you don't show up, they do have authority. They're right. right? They, if we don't say anything, and the only time we show up is when we're angry, and then we hope they change their mind, they do have authority. By default, we've given it to them, Mike. We didn't, we didn't show up. So yeah, they just do what they want and they get what they want. So they win. But if we show up and go, wait, 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 no, that, that, that's not how this works, right? This is not authority. Then it changes. We train them to have authority. They get angry when they have authority. Yeah, I think you nailed it, Larry. Um, I see it here all the time, not just with the school boards, but with the common council, with the uh, county legislator, all that stuff, right? Um, They live in their ivory tower, and when you go and you try to knock them off of their pedestal, (laughs) they don't like that. They say – they've kind of got it backwards. They they forgot, and you were were talking earlier about – the disdain that, uh, you know, some elective officials have. There's one in particular around here uh, in central New York where I am. I won't name him, but um, he said, he said, you know, I want to I want to take care of this before all the idiots come out of the woodwork. Right. Meaning like before everyone starts to complain about it, let's make sure we get this done before we get too much attention on it. Right. But these are his constituents. And what yes. are you doing? Yeah. What yes. are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? You know, and then and then um, they do get a little bit of pressure, and all of a sudden, oh well, now now maybe you can only speak for two minutes at each meeting, a piece or something like that, or maybe but, but, maybe. It's- but let me let me give them let me defend them a little bit. I will I want to defend them a little bit, 
And this is going to sound like, wow, Larry can defend these guys. I am. And here's why. They show up. They show up and try to get stuff done. And they may be wrong or maybe tyrant, but they're trying to get something done. And we don't. And then all of a sudden now, because we're angry, we show up. And they're like, well, where you been? That's how they're thinking. I've been sitting in the trenches trying to get stuff done, taking care of anything. The only time you show up is when you're pissed off. And they have a point. If you see what I'm saying, they they have a point. We we give them all the authority until we're not happy. Well, if we want to take that authority, then we have to have some responsibility for it. And I hope that out of this, all the terrible stuff that the COVID lockdowns have done, all the terrible you know responses, all the bad outcomes, I hope at least this one. And even with the CRT, everyone angry about CRT, I hope at a minimum – this actually gets people to be involved and not walk away and realize that if I walk away again, this is just going to happen again. And that's the biggest issue. Democracy is hard. It's not easy. I wish it was easy. It'd be great. Everybody have it. It's, it's, it's hard. And we're learning that now. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. It's probably not fair to beat up on him so bad at the same time. Um, that's why they get the big bucks, right? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell them to take that seat. I didn't tell them to take that seat. And if I'm upset, they get to listen to me, right? That was I agree. Part of the deal. Yep. So, that's correct. So I guess it's, I guess it's, I understand uh, that it's probably rough to have a whole lot of people coming in hot and after you. At the same time, maybe try to understand where they're coming from and engage them instead of writing them off and being. I, I'm with you. Um, I, I wasn't trying to say that they were right. I was just trying to give them a little bit of, you know, it's this is our problem is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Right. I feel this you. is our yeah. problem. Everybody's everybody's, everybody's responsible for it. Yep. I got you. Yep. And that was my own, only point. Right. We, we could all do better. I know it sounds kind of cheesy. I know it does. But I think it's true, because if we just get mad at them and say, we'll replace it with new ones. Well, the new ones are going to be just like the old ones, right? We're not going to get better ones. We're going to get the same ones. If the system is bad, we're going to keep getting bad outcomes. So the way we change the system is by us being involved in it. And we may be wrong, right? And, and, and I'm actually okay with us being wrong, right? Maybe, you know, if you don't like CRT, maybe CRT is the best answer. Or if you hate, if you hate, if you, uh, uh, you know, like CRT, maybe it's a big problem, whatever. But if, if you're involved, you'll find out and you'll know, and you'll be part of the solution, whatever that solution is. And boy, is it a whole lot better than just waiting and hoping for someone else to solve your problem? Yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, definitely, it is. It's a responsibility thing, right? And um, yeah, I wanted to touch on something you said. Hopefully, nobody runs away. Um, I think people are starting maybe to think, you know, why am I bothering with fighting my school board? Maybe I'll find a way to get right out of this school system. Now, whether that's, um, you know, something like charter schools or homeschooling or something like that, uh, maybe this will be the push to um, – Make people look for alternatives, and then in uh, realizing that maybe they're not the only game in town, maybe that will change their opinion. Um, I doubt it, um, because remember, 
gov- government isn't all of a sudden gonna like you know lose their jobs or something. That's not gonna happen, right? The the school board, whether people go to private school or not, the school board member doesn't all of a sudden lose their job. The school board member doesn't all of a sudden you know this isn't the private sector; they don't get fired. It's not how that works, right? They will still retain their job. They'll just control less people. Right? That's it. They'll control less people, but they will still have the same job and the same salary. Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess, I guess I'm thinking on a large scale here, right? Like if, if, uh, say Rochester, right? Jim Ostrowski is always out there beating, uh, government schools. I, I read his book, Government Schools Are Bad for Your Kids. And, um, he said, you know, leave the schools. Eventually, <laughs> they're going to have to take notice, right? So I guess it takes a lot of people to leave the system because uh, I think I think the way that schools get funded from the federal government is by each student, right? If, and if I'm wrong about that, um, maybe I am. But if a bunch of kids leave and all of a sudden the school's not getting the money from the feds that it wants, maybe they maybe they would recognize. I guess that's well, in theory. But what what will government do? What does government always do? They'll set rules that will make it harder for you to go to private school. Right? It's what they do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The second, yes, right? I mean, that's what they'll do. They'll start screaming and yelling. They'll make you feel bad for going to private school. That's what they'll say. Because the reality of it is the first people who will, because of the way the system works, who will leave public school will be the more wealthy, the people who are at least well off, right? The poorest people won't. Because they don't, they don't have the, the, the system to make that happen. So what will they then call you? They will call you, oh, you hate the poor. You're not supporting the school system. What is wrong with you? Even though in reality, they should be happy, right? Because in theory, if more of the wealthy people leave the school system, wouldn't there be more money and more teachers for the poor kids? Yeah, well, that's what so I was going to get at. It's like, should it's like, be, well, but they yeah. won't do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've never seen it. You've you've never seen government once, ever, ever support a bunch of people going to private schools, leaving the public school system, even though in reality that would be better for them. You've never seen it happen. No, no, I, uh, I guess they have to valid they have to validate who they are. Yeah, so I guess I guess we're stuck with the school board. We're we're stuck with the school board. We're stuck with public schools. So how do we? But let's say we're not. Hold on. Let me go down a level. Let's say we're not. Let's say we can get rid of, you know, we can, we can, you know, people don't go to the schools, whatever. The people from the school board then will still just go on to be our county execs. Yeah. You, 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 you remove the, you remove their power in one place and they, 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 uh, <laughs> you know, they, they kind of scoot over to the other place. Yeah. I, I feel you. Yes. So how do you change their attitude? Showing up. Showing up. I, I can't tell you how important it is. Just show up when you can show up. You see what's happening now. Now, now it's going crazy, right? So now the, the problem is right now people showing up, which is good. I'm glad they're showing up. But if you look at it now, how is the media painting it? Oh, all the crazy kooks are showing up. That's how the media is painting it. Well, when, what happens when it's not just crazy kooks? What happens when it's just a concerned father or a concerned mother or a concerned grandpa, or a concerned grandma, who just shows up, or an uncle, or a regular citizen who just shows up and wants to say, what's going on here? And they go, oh, Jesus, you're showing up. Yeah. Yeah, things are going to change. So there, if, if you, what's the old saying? 
Um, there's a saying in business, you get what you inspect, not what you expect. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be there. Yeah. So I guess, I guess be there with the right attitude, right? Is this, is the second part of that? Um, because, because yelling at people makes you look crazy on the news and yeah. it doesn't, and it doesn't, uh, change their mind necessarily. Right. Makes you Absolutely. feel good. Makes yeah. you feel good. Makes you feel real good. But, um, <laughs> does it do anything? Right. So I guess, um, it's showing up with a collaborative attitude in mind. Right. But at the same time, um, Recently with the masking, um, I saw on a bunch of different, uh, uh, in, a, in a bunch of different places, you know, uh, parents, they came and they, they wanted to complain. And yep. so they packed the boardrooms and then the school boards, they said, oh, there's too many people here. Uh, we're going to have a super spreader. We're going to reschedule and we'll let you know. Proceeded to reschedule for the next day over Zoom and didn't let anybody know and took care of what they were going to take care of anyway. Uh, I think you get a lot of that. So yes, yeah. What recourse do we have for some? Well, that's the whole point, right? They can do what they want, the, they, what they believe, and they may be right, and I, I hope they're wrong. But they believe this will just blow over. So who cares? And if they're right and it just blows over, they're right. They're totally right. But if it doesn't blow over, we go no, 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 no. You have to redo that, and we hold their feet to the fire then all of a sudden things will begin to change. You gotta remember something. We've been training these people literally for decades to be, to be petty tyrants. So what are they? Petty tyrants, right? And it doesn't change overnight. The type of person who runs for school board is usually the same type of person who runs for other things, if that makes any sense, right? So we have to change who runs. This, the, it's attracting the wrong type of person, if that makes any sense, right? We want to I make it attract you. the right kind of person. Yep, it's a culture change, just like yes, talk about right. So if you if you have a community that's engaged and they don't put up with nonsense, now maybe now maybe the petty tyrant goes to the next county over or something, right? right. Find some place yes. else where they can be a tyrant. Absolutely, let them be a tyrant, just not with my kids. That's right. all I'm saying. You can be a yeah. tyrant; it's fine, just not with my kids. Don't 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 try to be my tyrant. I don't want one. Exactly. I don't want one. Some people will probably accept your t- your tyrannical stuff. Good for them. Not me. Yeah. Not yeah. Me. No. I think I think that that's I think that's a good way to look at it. I just want to take a minute and welcome some new people here. Uh, Isaac rolled in. Uh, Dustin rolled in. Logic's back. Sam says um, that. He can't raise his hand to speak right now. He's he's the Sam that came across this, uh, but he says he's enjoying the conversation. So that's good. Uh, looks like we're getting some new folks in here. Yeah, but there's something else here, right? If you if someone can take that time, and you know, to Michael's point, not everybody can, right? We're out here getting our own stuff done. We care about our own lives and such. But some of us have other friends that we trust or relatives that we trust, people that we trust. You don't have to show up yourself. It's awesome if you can, and some of us can, and some of us can't. But you might know an uncle or an aunt or a grandpa that you know that maybe isn't working right now or is retired or or, or, or has more time off because their kids just you know went off to school or something. <clears throat> and you might say to yourself, well, wait a minute. Do I really want that person showing up? Yes, because they're your eyes and ears there. And they can let you know you should show up this time or don't show up next time or just having someone to watch what's happening 
right, will change how things happen. This is uh, with the old scientific method, right? You change the experiment by viewing the experiment. Well, you change the outcome by viewing the outcome. If people know that they're being viewed, they will act differently. And that's what I want. I want them to think that what they're doing and what they're saying is public and someone's seeing it. So I'd rather have, you know, and this is funny. My mom would show up uh, in South Carolina sometimes. She would show up to some of these local board things. And my mom, you know, her kids were in New York. And she would show up in South Carolina when she would move there because, of course, New York, you can't you can't retire in New York because our, our state is so bad for retirees. So she retired in South Carolina and she would show up sometimes. And I'd say, why are you showing up? She's like, I just want to see what's going on. And I was like, brilliant. Oh, my God. I wish more people would do that. Now, she was retired. She's not like Michael. Right. Michael's got stuff to do. Sometimes you're retired. You got time. You got some time. Show up. It's worth it. Your mother uh, was German, right? She's a German. Yes, she headed. was. Yeah, yep. she says I gotta watch these people. These guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, she yes, knew. she says I. She... I don't trust these guys. <laughs> Not at all. I they, they're gonna go do something stupid if I don't watch them. And she was right. So she used to watch them, and it's good. I wish we had more people like that. There's a there's an old joke that you know back in the day we didn't need a um you know uh, an alarm system. Why? Because you know the 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 retired mom looking outside the window was her alarm system. Yep, yep. Or listening on the party line, right? And snooping everybody's <laughs> business. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Now, yes. Now, now that we say that, um, I kind of it, it makes me think. You used to have more community. I feel like, right? Um, yeah. And the world was a smaller place. And you, you were just talking about, well, if these people know they're being watched, right, they'll act different. So yeah. do you think that it's, do you think that there's some of that where we've just gotten so busy, so distracted, there's not a lot of community anymore? And that's why people think that they can do these things. Um, because, because people will do stuff if they think they'll get away with it. But if they think they, they, you know, well, I might have to pay for this later. Maybe it'll make them think twice. So is maybe maybe we want to look at the bigger picture and try to get more community uh, just in general, right? And maybe that would help um, people feel more connected because if you're talking smack, right, about Joe on the school board, um, you know, Joe knows that he's got to behave himself. Well, I think that whole that, that whole thing works, yes. I mean, how do you get – to all of a sudden have community. I wish it was, you know, simple. We could just make it happen magically. But the problem is our lives have changed, right? It's very rare. It does happen, but it's rare that someone has a simple nine to five job and then they come home, take off their shoes, have a beer and watch the game. That's not common for people. I mean, some people have that lifestyle, but most people don't. They have other things they're doing in their life. They have other interests. And many of their communities are actually online communities. That's a much more common thing than it's ever been in the past. And while I'm not against the online community, I think it's wonderful. It's good to have an online community. The problem is many times it has replaced the actual physical community. And that's a problem, right? We we should be able to have multiple communities. And I think we're struggling. Many of us are struggling to have multiple communities. We're having either an online community or uh, a local community. And I think our struggle has to be to have both. How do we do that? By showing up 
And COVID has made this even harder. The lockdowns have made this even harder to do. It's very challenging. Restrictions have made it even harder to do. But, you know, we have to start to show up again. <coughs> Excuse me. Being around people. It's funny. I say COVID and then I cough. That's not good. So um, I don't have COVID, by the way. But uh, the, the, the case, the, in the case, um, we have to be able to show up more and have care more about our community. And the way we do that is just by starting to show up. I, I know I keep saying it's like a broken record, but it does matter. You see how many events I do all the time, Craig. And that's the idea of showing up. Yeah, well, I feel like that's the, I mean, I've heard it from a bunch of people, you know, 99% of success is showing up, right? Because most people don't. And that, that, that's in your community. That's for yourself. That's for others. You know, showing up can have a lot of different meanings, but you got to be in it, right? Before you can do anything. So, um, yeah. And if everyone, if everyone takes that upon themselves, right, then, um, it's just like but, you said, but, but I want to be clear. It's it's not at all like it has to be twenty four seven or even every single time. I want to be clear, and it doesn't have to be you. You could literally put and 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 I do this, and you see me how I show up to all these events. You see it online when I do all the time. I put it in my calendar. Show up here. Show up there. You know the little things. I'm part of my local American Legion. Do I go all the time? No, but I'm part, and I go sometimes. You should go when you can go. Do what you have to do when you can. The fact that they know you might show up is just as powerful sometimes as actually showing up. That's the most important piece. I went to a DSA event. Yes, I'm not a socialist, but I went to a Democratic Socialist event. Yes, I showed up. In fact, I, I brought Dennis with me. So, yeah, he went too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny that you say – the threat of you showing up is enough, right? It's kind of, it's kind of, yes. yeah, it's kind of turning their own, uh, kind of turning their own game against them, right? Because the threat of them cracking down on you is enough to make you behave, right? So it goes the other way. Absolutely. They, they, how can they have this random, you know, whatever, as you said, they have the random, you know, um, Zoom event. Well, they can't do that if you actually might show up. Right. It doesn't work anymore. If you might actually show up, they can't do it because you'll call them out. But if you never show up, you won't even know there was one. So what do they care? Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Uh, Sam, uh, Sam, Sam Fratello, uh unmuted his mic. Uh, I think he wants to speak maybe or it could be a glitch with green room, but uh, maybe he's got something. Yeah. And I have a different point of view as someone who was a teacher. Uh, the biggest challenge for people showing up is just to remember that the school you went to is not the school that exists today. Ooh, good point. Right. And what you were taught back then has the exact same names as it does now, but it's not the same things. Please expand on this, Sam. Tell me what, give me an example of that. This is really good. Thank you. Expand, please. Yeah, so we've always had classes like English, math, history, science. But what was done in previous generations to mine, and a little bit in mine, was the just the facts kind of skills approach, right? Mm -hmm. This is your math. This is your reading. And now it's um, kind of been captured. There's a – they call it institutional capture. And it's, uh, it's not just reading. It's reading to prove this particular point you have. Oh. Right? It's not just 
science is the science, right? And it's not just math. It's how do you lie with numbers, right? So ah. all these different things have shifted. So the average parent just sees their kid's report card and sees the subjects and thinks, yeah, I remember learning that. But that's not what they're taught. And as a teacher, there's a schism, right? Half of us don't like the newer approaches that are very much politicized. Um, whereas before in school, you didn't know what your teachers thought and they wouldn't tell you. Like, you'd ask, mm. they'd never tell you. Now they'll tell you very quickly what they think and why you should do the same thing they do. So for that's all the parents. That's a big difference. I agree. That's a big difference. Yeah, so for all the parents out there, out there listening, you know, just remember that showing up is more important than you can ever know. Wow. Yeah, I like I like what Sam has to say about that. And um, and a, a, just a just a, a side note on that: when I went to school, um, and I'm I'm a younger fella, right? So that wasn't that long ago. Um, but we didn't really have. We had pig right we had participation in government i didn't really tell you how to participate like we we <laughs> you know or to question it it was memorize the supreme court cases you know and don't don't ask why they mattered don't ask why you had to memorize them or what they proved or you know forget about the fact that the supreme court was wrong and reverse decisions and all that and it's like well wait a minute how can they be wrong i thought they were the anyway my point is we don't teach that anymore it's teach to the test. Don't question. And to Sam's point, um, if you are seeking something, seek it only to prove this narrative that we've already decided is the science TM, right? Um, so I guess I'm just agreeing with Sam and saying that um, it does seem like there's been a shift in education, you know. And I liked his I liked his uh, term institutional. Yeah, this is a it's a it's a great point because you know you're worried about wait a minute aren't aren't my kids learning what I learned and I think you're right and when they see it all of a sudden it, what what I think has happened if if I can if I can be clear on what I think has happened is that no the kids the parents have simply allowed the teachers and the and and the institutions to capture it. it. It isn't like they actively went and stole it. I think they just walked up and the teachers and the parents were like, okay, I guess it's fine. We just walked away. And I remember when I used to go to parent teacher conference with my, with my, uh, my uh, kids teachers, I remember once I asked, I said, yeah, are, are parents showing up? You know? And the teacher looked at me and said, the only parents who show up are the ones who don't need to show up. And wow, did that shot like, oh, oh, that was really surprising to me. But it hit me. Wow. Well, and the reason they don't need to show up is because they're doing the right things, right? Yes. So, uh, quote, quote, unquote, right? So that that doesn't surprise me at all. And that's too bad. Um, that's too bad for everybody. That's too bad for the kids. That's too bad for the parents. And um, it's too bad for the schools, right? Because I do think a lot of teachers, you know, they do want to teach. They do want to make a difference, but they're caught up in an institution. I love that word. I think that's. I think that's great. I'm gonna keep hitting on it. Um, and the point. I mean, that was our entire time we were we were talking during the campaign. It was the idea of letting teachers teach, right? Yeah. Stopping, right? Stopping the administrators from doing everything, 
right? My biggest issue that I used to bring up, and teachers loved it when I said it, was why are you making the teacher jump through all the hoops to learn all the things you want them to learn? Get all the credentials you want them to get. So they must get all the credentials, learn all the things, get all, pass all the tests, get all the experience, and then they show up and you go, don't do anything else I tell you. In fact, only do what I tell you. Well, then why did you have the teacher get all these credentials? If they're going to be told to do by the administrator, don't get credentials. Just get high school graduates and then tell them what to do. And this is what would drive me crazy. Why do we have such high standards for a teacher if we're not going to let them use those high standards? It makes no sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, do what you tell me. <laughs> that's, that's, yep. That's, uh, that's, that's what they're doing, right? Like, cause that's the, that's what our, that's what our school system is, uh, based on, right? The Prussian model. Make good, make good workers. Make them obey. Don't make them question. Get them so they show up at, you know, 9 a.m. and leave at 5 and get them conditioned for the world of work, right? Uh, it's literally was built for that purpose. So it's not surprising when it bleeds over into the, uh, you know, the folks that are. But to Sam's point, right? This is to Sam's point. That system isn't working anymore. And the system of just go to work, do what, do what you're told, and that stuff isn't working anymore. It's, it's not giving kids, now young adults, success anymore. And even the parents are seeing that now. So now it is believe in the system. That's what the, 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 what they're being taught. Believe in the system. They're not being, they're not being taught just do what we say. They're taught, they're taught believe in the system because what they say doesn't actually work. You don't get the success anymore. Well, I I don't know if believe in the system is necessarily that much different than do what I say, right? Because because it really it's do what I say, but just just um just trust it, right? It's a faith thing. It's a faith based thing. Now now it's not based on results. It's well, just have faith. Just have faith, and we've replaced you know religion with the institution. Is, is what, I think I think we've done that. I think we've done that with the science TM with Dr. Fauci and with the federal government and with schools. You know, it's 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 trust the system, have faith in this system. You know, and I'm not I'm not saying one or the other is better, but people used to have faith in religions. Now we have faith in politicians or in systems. You know, and I think I don't think that that's healthy. That's my own opinion. Well, look, I don't I don't actually mind you trusting a system. I don't. But the way it's supposed to work, it doesn't. But the way it's supposed to work is then you could change and adjust that system as you saw problems, right? So you have a system and this is wrong, so let's fix it or this is a problem, let's try to change it. That's not what's happening, right? The best change always comes bottom up. Someone And the example I give all the time is <clears throat> something as simple as a gas mask. It's going to sound crazy. But when I was in the Marine Corps, um, there was a relatively new idea in gas masks. It wasn't that new, but it was relatively new for the military. And inside a gas mask, if any of you have been in the military, you know, there's a little hose like you can grab and you can drink water through a gas mask. And you might say, well, who cares about that? Well, prior to that, there was no way to drink water when you had a gas mask on. So you've got your gas mask, you're sweating up a storm, you can't drink water. Well, you get dehydrated. So what are you going to do? You have to take your mask off. In, during a chemical attack or when it's still uh, um, a, um, a, um, a contaminated environment, drink, then reclose everything all up again. That was what we had to do. <clears throat> it actually took 
a Marine to come up with an idea. Hey, why don't we have a little thing where you could pour it in and do this thing? And that was an individual Marine coming up with an idea from the bottom up. He saw a problem. He fixed it. And now all gas masks have this. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I don't necessarily – I don't have a problem with people trusting. See, to me, faith and trust are two different things, right? Faith to me implies like a blind faith, right? Like a, like a, I, I am trusting this because I trust it because, you know, I don't need – I don't need – Proof. I don't need anything else. It's faith based, right? So I guess when I, when I, when I meant faith in a system, it was that. It was, well, I don't really, it doesn't need to change. I don't need bottom up change. I don't, it's the system. It's whatever they say, right? Um, right. So, so it's, it's good it, because they say it's good, not because it actually is good. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess right. that's, I guess that's what I was getting at. Um, we have a comment here Dustin made a while ago and I've been wanting to work it in. Um, this was, this was when we were talking about community and, you know, showing up and caring about things. He says, uh, I'm trying to convince my family of this stuff, but they've been brainwashed with Trump derangement syndrome, unfortunately, right? So this goes back to the team, right? Uh, you're for Trump or you're for Biden, and it goes into the faith thing. It's team sports. And I guess yeah. that's kind of the, it's kind of the other side of it, right, is – it's kind of hard to care about the right things and show up and worry about the right things if you're distracted with go team go, right? This is another point, right? I, th I think you're all – again, yes. The, the problem is I don't want people to not you know, like their team. I get it. We, we like our teams. But that shouldn't be – that goes back to the faith piece. It, you shouldn't hate something because Trump said it, Right? Or like it because Trump said it. You should like it because it's right, whether Trump said it or not. You should hate it because it's bad, whether Trump said it or not. And I think he's right. I find a lot of people who just immediately destroy the message because of the messenger. And that's really a problem. He's completely correct. I mean, you've seen me, Craig. I've given Trump credit where credit is due, and I've hammered it when I thought he was wrong. But it wasn't because he said it or didn't say it. It's because I didn't believe he was right or I believe he was right. Yeah, that's so that's one of the biggest things. <laughs> There's been a lot of aha moments as I followed you, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because you, it's, a, it's, it's not the norm, right? Your way of thinking, the libertarian way of thinking, um, it's not what you hear when you turn on the news or that's what, true. you know when you look at Facebook or when you hear people talk politics. It's not the norm. So uh, to get back to what I was saying, you said <laughs> I can remember. I don't exactly remember where it was, but it was talking about government doing good things, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and someone someone I watched you do this. Someone asked, like, well, you know. It's okay to steal the tax money because it's good. It's look look at this good thing that I'm doing, and um, you you said just because you like what is happening doesn't make it right, right? Right. Yes. And then and then that goes together with people can be right and be wrong. They can be great people. They can be horrible people. But it doesn't really matter if what they're saying is you know something that you agree with. The the person. And I guess, I guess the motive, right, doesn't make a difference. It's still theft. It's still coercion. And also, well, I, I, I remember, yeah, you were in this. I think if I remember right, this was one of the times when I, I've had people say things like, "Well, you don't understand, Larry. This project, this thing has helped a lot of people." 
And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt the thing has helped people. If I were to go into your house and steal all of your stuff and sell it, it would help me. It doesn't make it right, but it would absolutely help me. If I stole all of your things and sold them all for cash, I would be helped. That's true. It doesn't make it right. And if my friend says Larry's in trouble, so let me help him steal all of your stuff. Well, he's just trying to help me. He's not trying to be a bad guy. And in fact, maybe I'm really in trouble. So it's going to help me. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make him right. Even though in this fictitious case, it did help me and I was in need. Yeah, that was the exact analogy. That was the exact yep. analogy. Um, I think it's great. I think it's great because people, they do. They get they get distracted, right? Like, well, yep. it, 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 it was good. Well, yeah, that one thing was good. But yes. that, now are we saying, you know, the ends justify the means? Because, like... Wow, you can justify a lot of things if that's the case. But that's, you know, this is a little bit up. That's what's supposed to happen with our with our law and judges, right? That's supposed to be what happens with the, the presidential pardon, right? These were supposed to be things that when someone does something that is wrong, that we still can support them because the outcome was okay or the reason was okay or whatever the case may be, right? That's, what it was, that's why you supposed to have judges and such. So that these types of things, you know, can be dealt with. You're not supposed to just go, oh, they broke the law, therefore hammer them. It's supposed to be they broke the law. Okay, but why? And what was the issue? And and that's what's supposed to happen with our court system. That's why you have juries. That's how it's supposed to work. Clearly, it doesn't work that way. But that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. We actually have a request here. Uh, Logic wants to speak. So I'm going to invite him and uh, see what he has to say. Actually, it appears that Logic is a lady. Uh, my mistake, <laughs> but I I don't okay. know what she no, wants to say. Accurate. Oh, you were a man. All right, I can't see yeah. anything on this phone, and people no, are misgendered okay. all the time. Either. I'm just trying not to offend anybody. Oh, good. No worries. <laughs> no worries. I can I can handle it. All right, thanks for having me up. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the whole school board fight thing, I think, is a major positive, and I actually I like to see the anger there because. When emotions play into things, you can see people actually care. And while I yes, yes, like we should have been there this whole time, but now at least I think I can kind of put it into perspective where, quote unquote, like we the people, we're starting to remember what our power was, the Mm. power we actually have against the government, and now we we're like reminded of it. We're seeing it again all through social media, everything YouTube coming out, and it's like we like that power. And I see the worst thing you could have as a public official is a pissed off parent and you're messing with their kid. That's yes. number one is they brought that deep emotion. There is no other level of being a parent and someone messing with your child. I don't even have kids and I can see that. So where they yeah. started messing with their kids is they made us remember our power. And that's what we've forgotten. But I think the politicians and every elected bureaucrat has forgotten in terms of my perspective, in my opinion, I think if it's accurate, if my frame of thinking or my ideology on this is accurate, I mean, I, feel free to correct me at any point. Politicians don't have their own will. They walk into a chamber, city hall, town council, wherever, where they are voted in. They don't have their own will. They don't have their own power, no opinion, no ideology. Their job is to be a representative. That's it. 
whatever this side of the room says go and you cannot. So it, you don't have your own opinion when you're, you're a representative. And that's what the politicians have forgotten. That's what they're being reminded about because now their job is on the chopping block everywhere. Well, I'm not sure, right? It depends. That's This is a theory that a lot of people have. It's a governmental theory, right? Some people say that the whole reason that we represent democracy is because you don't expect the people to know everything. And that's why you hire a representative, right, by electing them. And then they do what they think is right on your behalf. That's one, that's one thought process of government. The other one is, no, they represent the people. And they basically just make, it can basically just follow what the people think. And then they do what the people think. Um, I'm not sure which one is correct. What I think we should have, which we don't have, is we should have politicians tell us which one they are. <clears throat> if you look at someone like Justin Amash, who was our only libertarian in, in Congress, he thought his job was to represent his constituents and to do what he thought was best. And because of that, what he used to do, for those of you who don't remember, is he used to literally post online why he made every vote and why he voted that way so that people could understand what he was thinking. And if, if you're going to, you know, be that type of politician, then that makes sense. But that's a different way of looking at things, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I think it, I can agree with a different way of look, uh, looking at it, but is it the wrong way to look at it? Like, is it incorrect because they get their power from the consent of the governed, as it were? So to me, it's like if I walk into a town hall, this side of the room, our side of the room, we hold all the power and we tell the politician, hey, this is what we want. If you don't do it, then you don't have a job. We'll elect somebody then else that'll do what we if, want. If that's the way in today's world, right? And and, it's, and let me play devil's advocate. Um, yep. If that's what we're going to do in today's world, then why have a politician? There's no need for one, right? We, we have the technology to do a complete and total vote, right, for everything. We can do a technology, every single vote. Why bother having a congressperson um, allow literally be a phone or whatever, do a vote for every bill they have to vote on? Just have all the constituencies vote, have all the people vote. And the people, the 750,000 people that that congress represents, which is about how much every congressperson represents, they could just go online, vote, and whatever the people say is the vote that comes from it. Because I, I actually uh, like that idea. By the way, it's an honor to speak with you. I voted for you in 2018. It's pretty surreal right now. But Thank yeah, you, my friend. I appreciate that. Thank you. Definitely. You're welcome. I, I like what you do. I appreciate it. And I don't know. Did you already announce that you, you're running again or you're not running again? I didn't announce either yet. Okay, good. I'm still waiting. Right. So Larry's been practicing. He's practicing. He's a politician. You notice that? I didn't yeah. announce either of those. That's a that's a slick answer. But I think Michael Michael was going to chime in with something here. Michael, you there? No, he was he was speaking, but I guess he doesn't want to speak anymore. No, but um, I think some people do like the idea of having direct democracy. Right. And that's what that would be. That would be direct democracy. Every person votes on everything specifically. And if you go back to the founding fathers, you know, they, of course, that wasn't something they could even imagine. Right. Because back then, there's no way you could have that kind of, you know, knowledge, no way you could have that kind of technology. So I think the founding fathers probably thought more of and, and many of them were elitists. Right. Many of the founding fathers were elitists by default. Many of them thought, well, look, you want us to be in charge, 
because we're the smarter people in the room and we'll do the right thing. So you decide who is whom. That's why we made the Electoral College, right, was the entire idea. I think our country was built on the idea that we would hire our, you know, a group of people, maybe even our betters in theory, to do the work of governing for us. Remember, we had just left the monarchy. So, I mean, that kind of was where a lot of people were, you know, were just subjects of the English crown the year before. So I do think they probably were thinking of that method of democracy at that time. Now, does that mean it's still valid now? No, it doesn't mean that by default. But I do think that's what they were thinking. I, I can agree with that on that ground because it's. I'm not the biggest fan of direct democracy. I'm not sure how you feel of direct democracy because I'm not a big total fan of just, you know, 50, 50% of the majority. And then, oh, say 51% of the majority wants something, the 49% doesn't. I still don't think it's fair to force that 90%, that 49% uh, percent to do what the 51% wanted to do. So in that kind of aspect or context, rather, I'm not really in big favor of direct democracy neither. But just not. Yeah. Yeah, well, I oh, thanks for uh, thanks for participating, Logic. I think you've sat in on a couple of these before. Am I uh, am I right? Uh, yeah, I've sat in. A, I was able to catch a couple. It's my first time speaking, so I guess long time listener. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah most long time, time listener. I, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, the first couple of times I was in here, I either missed the notification or I was at work, so I was just listening, but I just I couldn't speak. Cool. Well, no, I, I just wanted to thank you for speaking up because I we had seen you in here before. So, um, you know, and anytime anyone wants to speak up, that's what this is here for. That's why this is different. Um, you know, you can throw in your opinion. You can ask questions. It's a little bit more of an interactive uh, format, you know, so that's why we're doing this. Uh, we're getting we're getting close to the end of the Sagan logic. Oh, no, I would agree with that. It's uh it's pretty cool. I get to be in a conversation or a panel, at least with Larry freaking sharp. As <laughs> Larry freaking sharp. Good, good. We're glad to hear that. Um, we're getting, we're getting towards the end of the, of the night though, Larry. So if there's anything that you want to, you know, wrap up with, um, or that you hadn't had a chance to discuss, uh, now, now it's, yeah, um, there is. And the piece that I, I want to bring up here is whether you agree with the people who are yelling and screaming at their school boards or whether you agree with the school board people and what they're doing. The reality of it is we, we meaning all of us, should have been doing more of this literally years ago. And if we don't, if we just yell and scream today, and then whenever the COVID lockdowns end, assuming they ever end, whenever the COVID lockdowns end, if we go back to sleep, we will deserve whatever we get. But if we don't go back to sleep, then we won't get bad things. That's not true. We won't, we, we won't get the same bad things. How about that? It's better. We still might get some bad things, but we won't get the same bad things and we'll be invested in actually fixing them. As you've heard me say a thousand times, whenever you add government, you by default remove community. So you've got to start adding community so you can remove government. And while community is also not perfect, there will be errors and mistakes in community, but at least the community has responsibility for it and can help fix it. And 
When government has to fix a problem, it solves a problem for millions. Communities for local. If it's good, others copy. Yeah. No, I think that that's a great – I think – yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that logic. I think that's a great. I think that's a great note to end on. Um, yeah, stay vigilant. Uh, keep an eye on everything. It is easy to get frustrated with the people that are trying to be tyrants, uh, but maybe you know, treat them well. <laughs> try to get on their level in some way, right? And try to engage them, and that's the best that we can do. So I think that's a great way to end it. Uh, everyone who tuned in tonight, thank you very much. And if you're not able to tune into these live, we're going to be putting them up on the locals, uh, Larry's locals page. You'll be able to go there and see them right after the show, so the next day or at least by the weekend. And then they'll go up on all of the podcasting platforms uh, the following week, but um, so you'll never you'll never have to miss one if you can't go and get one uh, live like this. So that's that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, anything else, Larry? Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Alrighty. Well, we'll talk to everybody next Thursday. Thanks a lot.